here we go welcome to dying for likes y'all what's up this is al jackson i'm here with my co-host my brother from another mother uh international player some would say from the himalayas for y'all, man Forrest, how you feeling okay nobody would say that but <laughs> but uh, what if you are from the himalayas and you have women in peru where the hell are, are the himalayas Himalayan, I think that's in, isn't that uh, Nepal? Isn't that? Oh. Oh, I got us all these damn Nepalese coins. P- Peru is in, is the Andes Mountains, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, if you got a chick <laughs> there, then you're an international player. Yeah, okay, but it's not Himalayans. Do you think Sherpies have groupies? Well, I don't know what Sherpies Sherpa. are. I think that's Sherpa. what you write on stuff for permanent <laughs> marker. <laughs> hey, that's how an old black man, that's like 74. Hey, hand me that Sherpie. <laughs> I need to raise them. Do Sherpas have groupies? Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's the people that are trying to stay alive while they're hiking with them. So, yeah. <laughs> they leave, they're not groupies anymore. Yeah. That is that is a little leverage. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be like, hey, you want to come to my tent? If not, it'd be a shame if we don't make it to the summit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a shame if I, if I take a step in the wrong spot and uh, <laughs> fall into an ice cavern. Yeah, it's uh, I'm just saying it happens, it'd be a shame. Anyway, enough about Sherpas me tooing uh the people that hired them. Uh Forrest, we have a crazy uh it's okay, I'm drinking. I know. Yeah, apparently we can hear you. What are you doing? A a diet Pepsi commercial? It's a spin drift. Why don't they advertise for diet Pepsi? Because they advertise for Diet Coke. They do, you just don't live in the Midwest. I've never seen a Diet Pepsi commercial. This is a good and, start to the show. Do you want to start over? No, I want to get to the bottom of this Diet Pepsi uh, controversy. Because I think if you like Pepsi and you don't want any sugar, you'll get the Diet Pepsi. Yeah, but they average. Okay. I don't see Diet Coke commercials either. Oh. They have Diet Dr. Pepper. Let's start the episode. Uh <laughs> Force you actually two listeners left. <laughs> <laughs> two listeners to start would be a win. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, this one is one that you actually uh sent me. Uh this involves uh the new the newer uh platform TikTok, which we haven't really talked about yet. Uh and uh this oh, wait, there's no there's no way to sound older than saying the newer platform TikTok, which has I been was, out for a while now, but also you sound old saying that it's been out for I don't know. I found out about five years ago. I remember yeah. I, I asked my daughter, uh, who was probably she's 13 now. So I asked my daughter, she's probably eight or nine. I was like, because I I felt then that Instagram was oversaturated. So I was like, yo, what's gonna be the next um the next app that people use, the next social media. And she was like, I, me and my friends are on TikTok and I looked at it and it was just kind of like, I didn't get it. And they were like, you got to edit. I was like, I'm out. And, uh, you know, I was like, no one's going to use this. And next thing you know, I saw the uh, the the biggest uh, young woman on TikTok on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. So maybe I should have got on it five years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, five years in social media lives in time is just like they're 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 figuring out how they're going to tell the kids they're about to put it down. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's be on its way out. <laughs> I know it's big now, but give it a year or two, and I'm gonna be like, whatever's next. You know? <laughs> All right, I, I, we're gonna go full circle to MySpace. But anyway, this uh, this woman was trying to uh, to become famous on TikTok. Her name is uh, Arlene Martinez. And I'm glad you sent this for us. This is a really interesting story. Uh, obviously, her background, she had 96 posts. 
uh, at the time of her demise, she had 12,000 followers and she was uh, following 215 people. Uh, her, what should we call her tagline on her TikTok? We need to figure out what we're going to call bio. that. Her bio says uh, skinny, fire, fire emoji, mm-hmm. never sad, always crazy. And, uh, you know, what she uh, tried to do kind of uh, symbolized that. Uh, Forrest, I don't know if you got a chance to take a look at her pictures, uh, but uh, she is uh, heavily tatted. Um, and just kind of she seemed like not only a free spirit, uh, but just somebody. She seemed like the kind of person that would be dancing at it. And I'm not even making like dancing at like some kind of outlaw bar. Mm-hmm. And and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Did you see your pictures? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at them now again, but I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her, her tattoos are very stark. They're like this dark ink. There's not a lot of color, and there's a lot. Um, here's one picture with some, a fire over her nipple. So that's yes, picture, that's like, but that's yeah, not a tattoo. All right, okay, but uh, yeah, she is. Uh, she looks fierce. That's a perfect way to put it. And I, I always look at people like that and I'm like, they figured it out because mm-hmm. it's like you want to have a look and you almost in a weird way. And this goes almost even more from men than women. I think I think guys, you know, finish high school, finish college, they throw on some some khakis in a polo shirt and they're like, oh, girls, they don't pay attention to me. I think it's better to look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. And here's my logic behind that. Dog looks ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. When he walks into a bar, it, 10 women will look at him and nine will be like pointing and laughing and saying, that's the most ridiculous human I've ever seen in my life. But one woman will say, that is the dude I want. I'm going home with him. And I feel like it's better to have that one rather than 10 women be like, yeah, it's a guy. I think it's better to like have a look it kind of make people pick a side because the people that pick your side will be down with you times 10. Well, you're just talking about from a romantic side too. If you're branding yourself as dog, the bounty hunter, if we keep going with him or Guy Fieri or, you know, whoever it's like uh, people that make fun of them. Sure. But you know what they look like. You remember them, you remember their name and you know what they do. You know, so it's like if you're going to be in that industry or in that business, for sure, that's a, you know, I've I've slowly changed my graphic T-shirt game over the years. <laughs> I wear a different hat here. I got I'm gonna brand myself right now. Here. Okay. All right. There we go. World champs. There we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like you think about like people that have been famous forever. They have interesting looks, like Trump. He's got his hair, signature hair, Don King, signature hair. Like, and yes, people have made a million jokes, probably 10 million jokes about their hair, their look or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about, uh, I forget his name, the black dude that's in everything on HBO. He's in uh, Lovecraft Country now. He's in The Wire as uh, as uh, Omar. Omar, yeah. Uh, the way, not, not, uh, yeah, that was good. But like that scar on his face or somebody like Dan- Danny Trejo. It's like, yeah. you think like, they, you would look at like the best looking person at your high school and be like, they have a shot to go to Hollywood and make it. But there's a billion people that are attractive, blonde hair, blue eyed, whatever the, the standard look is. But there's not a lot of dudes that are super dark skin or chocolate skin with a scar across their face. There's one dude that looks like that. And you remember it. It's kind of this weird thing, but it's, 
it's almost better to kind of have a strange look than just a traditional good look. Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams. And he has a dope show on Vice, too. Yeah, and then it's like, what's his name? Uh, Owen Wilson with his busted-ass nose. Right, yeah. it's a, That's his signature nose. Uh, Michael Strahan with his gap tooth. George um, Clooney has three nipples. Does he really? I don't know. I don't but think You so. can't prove he does or doesn't. So Not true. Yeah. All right, well, let's. Probably Let's a shirt picture of him somewhere. So what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wade back to uh Mrs. Martinez for us, and I'm gonna tell you and our peoples uh unfortunately what happened uh to Mrs. Martinez. All right, she was 20 years old and she was fatally shot while filming a TikTok video in Mexico, which appears to be an accident. The incident uh went down. She was filming a all right, get this for us, a staged kidnapping with a group of at least 10 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the footage was kid, uh, was was shot in Chihuahua, Mexico, and it shows her blindfolded on the couch. Mm, that's where they, they, they named that after the dogs, that region. They, that? They, did they really? No, idiot. That's where the dogs are from. <laughs> I, well, I thought there were so many Chihuahuas. They were like, yeah, let's just go ahead. Chihuahuas are Mexican dogs. <laughs> I don't know. You've never seen Beverly Hills Chihuahua? You have kids. Come on. That's no, the, I have the whole not. premise of the movie. Come on. All right. The whole point of kids' movies is you're allowed to turn them on and walk out of the room. Chihuahuas are Mexican dogs. That's <laughs> why they're <laughs> idiot. <laughs> okay. So she's blindfolded on a couch. Uh, and there's a, a, a director, uh, a guy that appears to be the director who's directing the scene, and he kneels right down in front of her. Uh, while another guy uh, to the to the director's left holds a gun to her head, and it's uh, and this is kind of going to be burying the lead here, but it's uh, authorities say it's unclear if anyone knew that the gun was loaded. So you can see where this going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and strangely enough, uh, you know, even though her TikTok is private, she had filmed um, you know fake kidnappings before. So we were talking about consistency. Uh, like my TikTok, I just eat American junk food with my British co-host. And that's pretty much all that's on my TikTok. And I guess she, instead of uh, eating junk food, she just filmed uh, herself being kidnapped, which is strange. But here's what here's what the authorities think happened. Um, they they found her, the, the, the cops, the authorities found her with her hands and feet bound on October 2nd. Um, Basically, what they this is what they think happened because we have video of what happened moments before her death, which actually cir- uh, associated, uh, circulated on social media. It, it showed her pre- pretending to struggle with her captors. Um, and I guess it seems like what she did was she started kind of struggling with the handgun, the guy that was holding the gun to her left and a but this is acting this is all acting yes acting like acting like i don't want to be kidnapped uh and a 45 caliber bullet uh discharged from the gun and it went directly into her brain uh which is not good um no no they recommend against that they they do not that was uh that that, that was not the move oh and... let me talk with dr fauci on that one <laughs> yes. what he says He's a fraud. You're fine. You'd be uh, fine. Uh, let me just say something. So, okay. If this is going to be your thing on TikTok, and I get that people that are successful on TikTok do a themed thing where they kind of, uh, you know, definitely make sure the gun's un- unloaded too. But I just think also 
the part where you say that like video of this circulated around on social media, this just speaks volumes to this whole thing of what we're talking about is like, okay, they, 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 they record this thing that is a little bit outside the box to begin with, but then she, she gets shot and killed. And then they decide, well, we can't let this footage go to waste at least. So it still somehow gets out on social media. It's like, they put it out there. They didn't yeah. have to. Yeah. Huh. And, and and that kind of shows you the drive for any kind of fame is you put out a video of you committing a murder or at least being a part of it. And they're like, yeah, but this is still too good. I can get a hundred thousand followers like this. Like, I mean, it's, 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 it's really crazy. And I guess the guy that shot her immediately, uh, they, him and the director jumped in a Jeep Cherokee and fled the scene, which is not shocking. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they've been identified, uh, thanks to the footage, no detectives needed. Uh, they kind of, they kind of hooked you up on that one. Uh, but their whereabouts are still unknown. Uh, and this is kind of my question as obviously we're going to talk about this young woman's unfortunate situation, but it seems like it's easy to get away with stuff in Mexico. And I'm not doing that gen generalizing. I'm saying that I think that rappers talk about no snitching, but you look at Takashi 6ix9ine and that's clearly not a thing. I feel like in Mexico, the no snitching thing is a real thing. So it makes detective work very difficult. You think it's a no snitching thing or do you think it's a... Yeah, I mean, because they're used to dealing with cartels and like if you snitch or you tell the tell the tell like the, the, the military like, oh, the cartels are coming to this village and doing this, the cartel will just roll back and behead a couple people and be like, uh, anybody else got anything else to say? Yeah, that's a cartel. This is someone trying to fake a this shoot a fake kidnapping. I feel like just infrastructure wise and resources wise, they don't have they, they prioritize things and they might look at this and say, okay, what happened here? Oh, somebody was filming a fake kidnapping and they got shot. I don't think they put that at the top of the list. I think they're like, we got a lot of other shit to deal with. The country is massive. You know, yeah. the police department already has, uh, uh, I mean, every police department does, but the corruption in the police departments in Mexico is well documented because of the drug cartels and stuff. And, you know, I just think that they don't, they're, they're a little bit taxed, you know, but um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, there might also be, who knows, maybe there's misogyny going on too. Maybe a woman's life is still in some other countries is worthless. I don't know if Mexico really falls in that category, but I just think that, I think there's a lot of things going into it. I love Mexico. I, I actually would like to retire there mm. um, because that's where you could probably afford to retire as an American. At point. <laughs> but I just, there's certain areas. First of all, you know, there's like, there's certain villages outside of Mexico city, like where it's all dentists. People go to get their dental work and stuff done. And I'm from America because you can't afford to get your dental work done there, but it's, but it's nice. It's not like you're going into some shitty, fucking shack and like hoping for the best it's like a really nice city it's like really like the doctors or uh, the dentists or whatever you, if you want to call them doc, whatever it's a, from the hangover is a joke but they're, <laughs> they're all you know good and then but there's also areas like at la paz at the bottom of the peninsula there that's where cabo is but about an hour and a half northeast of there is this place called la paz and i think it's like one of the coolest chillest places ever it's just beautiful and stuff and the people are just just really generous and kind and nice. And it's just, it's fucking dope down there, man. I mean, dude, I've had some of the best times of my life in Mexico yeah. and just that kind of 
but you know, uh, part of the world. I really uh, enjoyed Central America. I've always thought about, um, and you're talking about dentists. Uh, when I would go to Costa Rica, I had an ex girlfriend that's Costa Rica, so I went to Costa Rica once a month for a couple of years, and uh, that I would run into Americans getting dental work down there all the time because they'd hear you speak English and I'd be like, "What are you doing down here?" We'd be like, "We're just partying." And like, oh, I, I had to get a complete rebuild of my upper bridge. <laughs> and uh, yeah, James be down there just like uh, drinking beer through a straw and getting their teeth fixed. But I, I don't know why I led with the dentist thing. I just think Mexico as a country in general, the people are very, uh, I just think it's a very kind, generous, like interesting place. And uh, the food's great. You know, it's like beautiful. It's beautiful. Mexico is beautiful. I don't know. I don't know if people really realize that between the different, uh, you know, jungles, jungly area and the cenotes and the fucking, and the water. And I don't know why I'm cursing, but you know, the sea life, the goddamn motherfucking fishes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. It's great down there. Dude, I love Mexico. I need to get back down there, man. I've, uh, I've had some of the best times of my life down there. It's a, it's a place. I feel like Mexico is what Vegas was in the nineties where it's a place that really doesn't judge you. Mexico's like, whatever you want to do, like, we don't care. Just go sit on the beach over there and do whatever you want to do. I really, I, I like who I am down in Mexico. So, a lot of Instagram models go down there. I Well, that's why I go down there a lot. I, I'm, a, I'm an influencer. Oh, yeah, me too. I influence uh, people on Instagram. I'm influencing you right now. Spindrift pays me to. Uh... <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, Mexico is down one citizen uh because this woman obviously passed away and let's just really quickly here's what her friends had to say because obviously there was a facebook page set up and mrs martinez's memory um you know one friend says waking up and finding this news uh breaks my heart rest in peace beautiful you will shine wherever you are and uh you know i this got me thinking what do you say when somebody dies in a weird way forrest you know, like I remember when I first moved to Miami, uh, even before I met you, um, the first time I got to Miami, I turned on the news that night, like the local news. I was like, man, it's crazy. I live in Miami. It's like local Miami news. They're talking about things. But like Miami was this foreign place to me. And I remember the first story I saw was uh, a, a honeymooning couple down in South Florida. They rented uh, jet skis. Um, no, they were water skiing. I always get those two confused. Water skiing, being pulled behind the boat. And the groom ran perpendicular to like a duck and it hit him and it killed him. That was like the first story I ever saw in Miami was a guy that was killed by like a, a duck or a seagull that was just kind of flying low and he ran into it and uh, it killed him because of the impact. It's like, it's not funny somebody died, but it's like, you can't say, oh, he died from a heart attack or, he, you know, he was, he was his house was broken into. It's just like, what if you die because, like, you choked on a raisin? Like, or just something weird. Like, something weird. I remember my ex-girlfriend. Auto-erotic Yeah, like, what do you say when something weird like that? My, my ex-girlfriend told me her next-door neighbor uh, was by herself, an older woman, and she choked to death on a marshmallow. Yeah, I think you just say they died doing what they love, no matter what it is, you know? <laughs> Eating, eating sweets, jet skiing, jerking <laughs> off, whatever it is, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've never been to a funeral where anyone's died from anything weird that I've known of. You know, I, um, I have an uncle that died smuggling drugs 
Um, Sadly, that's not weird at all. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, but I didn't know until I was in my late twenties. They told me he died in an airline in a, in a plane crash, which he did. But I thought it was like Eastern Airlines, or United, or Eastern's like the or like Delta or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until my twenties that they're like, "Oh, I, oh, we uh, we forgot to tell you the real reason. You were too young for us to tell you." I was like, "Yeah, I've been this, this," and I was terrified of flying, terrified of flying because my uncle had died in a plane crash. Now it was a small plane filled with marijuana. I found out later, but you know, <laughs> it um, must have been an easy plane to locate. By the way, <laughs> follow never, the hot box. They never found his body. And there was a lot of marijuana missing and stuff too. So it was speculated that he actually did not die in that plane crash and that he was still alive and that he went off somewhere else. And um, my mom claimed she saw him at a post office like 10 years later, and she was very familiar with it. It was her uncle. The Interpol and the FBI never completely closed the case on him being dead. And his family was never allowed to collect the life insurance because they weren't allowed to legally claim it declare him dead because they never found his body as well now he could have he was it was in the water off the coast of the bahamas so his body could have drifted away sharks blah 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 whatever but there's a lot of facts around the case that are interesting because um the, the, the there it, he was actually delivering mail you know and this this flying plane's doing that for this guy and there was a at the time a a, a congressperson that um that uh he wanted to have like this this mail route that was basically a monopoly for the Caribbean, that part of the Caribbean. So there was some scandal going on with that. And there was subpoenas, federal subpoenas to appear between court before my uncle, a couple other people that flew the planes, the guy that owned the plane company and stuff. And all of those people, except for the guy that owned the company disappeared or died. Very mm. weird. And, um, and uh, it's funny though because there's I have newspaper articles about it, and they're interviewing the guy that ran the air, the plane company for that he flew for, and he was he's trying to say that he wasn't doing anything shady, that there's no drugs involved or blah blah blahs, and then the picture is of him with a tiger, and it's like <laughs> dead ringer, yeah, you're done. Like, like we're just we're just delivering letters and packages here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways, that's like, that's by a, that's, the way, let me just, I want to get your opinion on this. Yeah. A tiger never comes into your possession or even becomes a thought in your mind, unless you've done a certain amount of cocaine. I, nobody, I, I, nobody yeah. sober is like, I need a tiger. That is a cocaine purchase. Yeah. Anybody that's ever had them has admitted to having a huge Coke problem. Tigers come with Coke. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like, their, that's a free gift. If you order now. Yeah. So anyways, that's the Cliff Notes version. I don't want to go on with that story, but it's... it's Yeah. Why would you want to get into an interesting story on a podcast? I, I just did. I think I got into it and stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think it gave you all the details. But that is something. Is like, it, conspiracy, drugs, and the missing uncle. Yeah. It's all there. It just shows you like the stuff that's like kind of commonplace to other people because it's your uncle. You've heard the story. You've thought about it. It's like the, the stuff that's kind of like you're kind of over it. It's so fascinating. Have you ever talked to somebody and they have something like really interesting? They're like, and you just talk to them and you're just like, oh, how was your childhood? You know, my 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 dad was a lawyer. My mom was this. And they're like, oh, yeah, my mom and dad were actually bounty hunters. So, you know, I we, we used to go when we were little and we'd just go yeah. pick up some people. It'd be like, your mom and dad used to go pick up fugitives and they'd stay in your house till jail. Yeah, we did that. And you're like, how is this so normal to you? 
So yeah, I think uh, I think we that's- had a cage. We had a cage in the garage. We put him there. Yeah. Through meat for the bars. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sometimes you gotta, you know, my mom would give me something to give him to drink and that knock him out until the morning so we could drop him off. You know, you just I I could judge by somebody's weight how much to give him. It's like what? Yeah, I'm too low in this in this shot, by the way. I gotta, I gotta raise this up a little. Yeah, and make sure you do that with your self-esteem too, for us, because everybody uh, deserves gonna, to be happy. Too low, that's too low. All right. I'm gonna raise you up. I'm gonna bring you with me. I'm gonna be yeah. your TD Jakes. Look at this now I'm there. <laughs> All right, so uh, we always we always discuss her last post, um, her last post on Instagram, uh, the day of her death, um, and unfortunately she left a one year old baby behind. She says, "Time doesn't stop, and neither do I." Hmm. So uh, I want to ask you, Forrest, what was your last Instagram post? Do you remember? Um, it was a picture of my neighbor's rainbow shard. They have a garden. And they handed me some rainbow shard over the fence. <laughs> really? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I cooked it up with some onion and garlic and uh, and uh, and some ginger, and had a nice little side dish. That sounds really dope. First of all, for our viewers uh, that might not know, when I say viewers that might not know, I mean me. What is rainbow shard? Because that sounds like something you tell your doctor you've been having in between vomiting. It's a leafy green. Um, it's a. It's like somewhere in the neighborhood of like a, a kale maybe, but it's a lot softer, you know? And then, yeah. so there's regular shard and then the rainbow comes into the fact that the stalks will have be different colors and stuff here. Look, I'll show you. That's, you can see on the bottom there. It's not great there, but you can go to my Instagram for a shot and there it is. That's so anyways, my neighbors right next door to me, they, they have a big garden and it's like kind of a co-op. This guy, um, the, the, the a couple of them are, are tending to it and they grow all sorts of stuff, vegetables and, and tomatoes. And I think there's a corn stalk. I saw there's all sorts of things going on there right now. We're battling a skunk. There's a yeah. skunk. You burrowing you in told me about yeah. This is fucking asshole. They just <laughs> dig around. You wake up and they're just, they're looking for grubs and stuff. And so when it's, when it's colder, you know, they're, they're nocturnal and they come out and when it's a little moist, they're like, and then you wake up and there's all, there's like a, burrow like just little holes but now i have it i literally have a cave i have a cave it looks like uh, like some sort of, it's like huge it's like the size of my head this thing goes in and out of and just sits there so gotta get rid of a skunk so that's it's on the list right now things we're doing no wow. that sounds like an issue that elmer fudd would have yeah, well, I feel like I, if I'm going to start a TikTok channel, now's the time to do it. It'll just be all getting rid of the skunk. That'd be my first channel. Oh, my God. Half of your comments would be from PETA. Murderer! No. You're on his land. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him be with the baby shard or whatever the hell it's called. Well, I have a deed to the property that would say otherwise. The city of well, I'm pretty sure it's my land. So. First of all, how old are you? You have the deed. What are you, the uh, serf? Uh, I have a deed to my house. Land. I own the house. All right. Well, talk about it like it's 2020. Yeah. That's what do you say? What do you, if you own a house? I don't, I've never called anything a land deed when I wasn't drunk playing Monopoly. Stop I own it. the house. So it's, 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 uh, it's, it's mine. But All right. It, you know, hooked up to a hitching post as you're my, doing this podcast. When I, was, when I was just saying that, when you said this, his, this land is his land. I, what am I going to say? No, this man is my land because I own the house. <laughs> that's too wordy. So what I said is I have a deed that this would say otherwise, because that's less words. Maybe you should look it up. It's called efficiency. I know on your show, Daily Blast Live, you like to go on and on because you're the 
comic on the show and you want to be funny. <laughs> this is how normal people talk. It's called efficiency of words. Uh, <laughs> that is uh by the way man you got a crib and you are just uh you are turning into a suburban dad you're like it's you're about efficiency you're about exchanging with the neighbors and right. dealing with problems it's dude you know what i was, I was talking to our, our mutual friend john vargas about this. this is random but i was just like i remember being like 24 probably even older 28 29 and driving past, like I'd be in the suburbs or somewhere where there'd be houses. And I drive past and I see a guy like washing his car in the driveway. And I'd be like, what a sucker. This yeah. dude is not living life. He's washing his driveway, uh, washing his car uh, in his driveway on a Saturday. I'm going to a pool party, homie. Yeah. How you like that? What are you going to be in your house you own with people that love you? <laughs> I'm going to a pool party with emotionally dead people trying to network to figure out there's nothing up there. Yeah, that's some, what I'm doing. At some point, I'll be like, this party sucks. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. But I'll be so drunk that I'll go home to change clothes, pass out, miss Forrest's phone call, blow mm -hmm. our plans for that night, and wake up to him mad at me at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's real living. Not this whole, I have constructed a life with a support system and people that love me. Who cares? Yeah. It's all about fake relationships, Forrest. I passed out in the shower one time on GHB. My friend was in the living room, so it happened. That's going to be the title of your autobiography. <laughs> it, was, it was Clyde. Clyde, 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 and me. I went back to my house to shower, so I could shower and change clothes. I was on GHB, and I just fell asleep in the shower, and I just wake up to a <laughs> on the dinner. like twenty minutes later, like ah, yeah, okay, good thing this wasn't a bath. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been your weird way to die. A uh, yeah, yeah, man yeah. that roofied himself in the bathtub. You, you, uh, white man, Marilyn Monroe yourself. Yeah, it's not roofies, by the way. It's GHB, a totally different drug. Get it together. Okay, that's what all <laughs> predators say. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking about it, I can't even make fun of you with the bath. Uh, the one show uh, for as much drinking as I did in my career, uh, by the way, December 7th, I'm coming up on a year sober. Holy S. Um, but, uh, the one show I ever missed ever in my career from drinking, um, was I was supposed to do two dope Queens, their live show in LA at a theater. It was like Saturday. So of course, dummy over here starts drinking for college football at the, like, why? Well, I don't know why it's like, I went at a tailgate. I was at my local bar, got drunk. I was like, oh, I need to take a shower and get ready for the show. Uh, so I turn the shower on, sit on my couch, waiting for the shower to wait uh, to get hot. All of a sudden, I hear like banging on the door, like the the SWAT team's about to come in with the, the with the door knocker. I open the door. It's my pissed off landlord. His name was Tom. He was a cool dude, and he just goes, "Turn your shower off, dude." That's and he's never talked to me like that. And I was like, "What?" Like you, you know, like when you don't realize you've been asleep, and you don't realize time has passed. Yeah, I think. My shower probably been on for three and a half hours. Mm. Uh, I had 27 missed calls uh, from the show. This is a theater show. This wasn't like some dive bar show that they just put somebody else up in front of me. And luckily, uh, you know, they were really cool enough to still put me on their actual HBO Two Dope Queens live show. Uh, but Why? Yeah, Why did I don't they? know. <laughs> I would have lost my number and I had some ridiculous excuse. Oh, I thought it was Sunday morning, my set. Uh, 
alcohol and some people do not mix. And that some people is me because I like the vodka. Forrest, I do. You're a lucky guy. I really, I really, I am so happy I don't drink anymore. But I'm so happy I did drink too. I'm like, I got it. I just did all my drinking in 14 years and I'm done. That's, that's good. It's like when you go to a buffet and you just mop up the uh, the crab legs and you're like, oh, I, I don't need any more of these ever again. I, I did it. I ate all the crab legs that I was supposed to have in my life. Mm, yeah, well, nobody's lost a friendship because they've eaten too much crab legs, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, so Martinez. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll just uh, uh, start to bring this in and kind of uh, we'll end this with uh, the, you know, I always like to have a question for you after this is done. So uh, uh, her, yes, for you. Uh, her her funeral was uh, recently, bro, October 5th, 2020. So, I mean, dude, this is uh, this is fresh. And, uh, you know, it just appears to be an accident. Uh, but this is where my question comes from. Uh, I looked up the average salary in Chihuahua isn't as low as I thought it was going to be. It's $34,000 American. That's not a lot. But unfortunately, if you do median income, if you just like look at the map, like most cities in the United States, uh, 34,000, I don't, I don't think most people are making that. I don't think that, I think that's above average. The median income, yeah, I think that's around yeah. where it is. Yeah, Alex, can you look up the median income for the United States? And, uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking it up right now. So, uh, uh, but this says median income is sixty-eight thousand seven hundred in the U.S. That doesn't seem right. That's there. So most people in the U.S. are making seventy racks. Get out of here, dude. Well, it says the median salary is thirty-three thousand seven hundred six. This is two thousand eighteen. Medium household income, because that's combined income. That could be. Uh, a married couple plus their kids, whatever, you know? Yeah. But, but the average salary per person is 33,706. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, you know, so the Chihuahua isn't like, you know, some super dirt poor city, but I did look to see if Chihuahua was dangerous. And if you go to the travel site, uh, .gov, uh, they have some, uh, some warnings. Travel.state.gov. Uh, tra- yeah, travel.state.gov. You said travel site, uh, like it was like orbits or something. Well, it kind of is. Uh, they have, uh, you know, I, I, I clicked to see um, where they say, it, this is how they lay it out. They have do not travel to, and that would be don't go to Colima, Mexico, because of crime. Guerrero, Mexico, state, uh, because of crime. Mohawken. Uh, due to crime, Sinaloa, which they talk a lot, a lot, a lot about narcos, due to crime, and Tamaulipas, uh, Tamaulipas, uh, due to crime and kidnapping. But well, they must kidnap a lot because I'll say crime. They took the extra step to write and kidnapping, and kidnapping is in bold. Mm-hmm. So you can't complain if you get kidnapped. They're like, hey, dude, we told you, shut up. And it says reconsider travel. That means that's like when a black dude goes, all right. That's that. That's it. That's that's what the travel.gov. That that's their goal. All right, dog. We try to tell you. Uh, they say reconsider travel to uh, Chihuahua, uh, to Durango, to Mexico. Reconsider Mexico State. Isn't that the whole thing? Um, due to crime, and uh, so it's not not that you can't go. Forces that you should reconsider going to Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. So look, this is my question. Well, okay. What's your question? Well, no, why don't you interrupt me before I get to the first word of my question? Why don't you cut me off right there? 
Okay, go ahead. <laughs> My question uh, for you is this. Uh, obviously, this woman probably wasn't of a lot of means. She's 20 years old. She's in Chihuahua, Mexico. She's got a kid. And she's like, look, homie, I'm not sitting in my nice house in L.A. with my brand new L.A. hat that you look like you got from the gift shop at the game. Fanatics. Like, it, it, your hat is so new, it bothers me. It's like the hat you get when you've been in jail for six years. I got, got your new clothes, buddy. I've worn, it. I've, worn it. I've worn it for about three weeks now. I got it from fanatics.com. Shout out. Are they a sponsor? Stop saying their name. We ain't got no love for fanatics till they come on. Send me something. That what are they gonna send me? Look, I got I have my hat that says uh spin drift clean. Spin drift. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you is this because I feel like it, and do we've lived extreme lives. We, I mean, we're not wild, but we've lived some interesting lives. And I feel like people have a lot of judgment for people that do kind of extreme things to change their circumstances. And if you're 20 years old, a woman in Chihuahua, Mexico with a one-year-old baby, you got one way to access the world, which is TikTok, Instagram, social media, and change your life. Maybe not overnight, but over the course of a year, you can pick up 300,000 followers. You could do some stuff. Do you kind of justify what she tried because you have to do something extreme to kind of get out of extreme circumstances? Um, I don't know if that's that extreme TikTok videos that where you're getting kidnapped. You just make sure the gun's not loaded. It's not as extreme as taking your family and actually trying to migrate to another country and getting put into detention centers and fucking and you know all the other shit that they would have to go through. Well, force if they had their imaginary paperwork, they'd be fine. But I, 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 I know when I travel a thousand miles barefoot with my three children, one yeah. of whom is six and on the spectrum, I would have my paperwork together as they should. Well, and I'm being I, extremely sarcastic. If anybody does not know. I just want to go back to what you said about the travel restrictions or the travel advisory. Uh, our buddy Amos Gill, who is Australian and is in Australia currently during this the COVID uh, thing, you know, he he said right now for the first time ever in the history of that he can remember, at least there are travel restrictions for Australians coming to the United States of America. Wow, and that's because of COVID. And civil unrest. <laughs> awesome. Well, you, I heard a fun fact too, Forrest. I don't know if did you read. I was look. Uh, I, I was looking at an interview with Sanjay Gupta, the doctor from uh, CNN, and he said that Doctors Without Borders are coming here. Yeah. So when we call that a fun fact. Yeah. When uh, when when you're reading this Mexico travel advisory, I'm like, uh, when it says be careful because of crime. And then you read it and there's like petty crime. People have been like, you know, pickpockets. Like this and that. I was like, that shit happens here. The, the, the kidnapping. Yes. The, let's not go to that state. I don't want to go to a place where kidnapping is high up and less stuff, but I'm looking at the place that I like to travel, which is, and I was reading it in here, Baja, California, Sur state. It's, it's the area it's called. That's where Cabo San Lucas is too, just to be clear, but I don't like going there. And it says criminal activity and violence can occur throughout the state, including areas frequented by us citizens. Bystanders have been injured. Um, turf battles, but petty crime occurs frequently in tourist areas. I feel like that's, you know, you go to New Orleans and there's fucking petty crime. Any any tourist area, New York no City. No force, anywhere where it's fun. And yeah. let's, let's get into this for a second. I know we got to wrap this shit up. So, so I just want to say, like, I don't, 
I don't really want to portray Mexico. Are there certain areas of Mexico where there is cartel and turf battles and things are essential? A hundred thousand percent. Yes. It is a massive country though. And I think most of the country is as safe as it is in the United States is what I would say. And I'd, so, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and, so and also Mexico's dope and Mexico is beautiful. And like you said, dude, you hit it on the head. I, cause I noticed this in Costa Rica too. I know they're two very different countries. But the people are very warm. Yeah. There's a warmness to them because I don't know if like their whole lives. And I noticed this when I was over in, in certain parts of, of Spain, too. It's like I remember this guy that I was down there with. He was I went to his apartment. You know, we were going to go out drinking. And he was like his apartment looked like a spy lived there. Like there was nothing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you Americans, like you guys go get things. We just look at our apartment as a place to put our stuff down and go have adventures. Mm-hmm. And I think when that's your mentality and the, the mentality of a country, you don't look at like, oh, here's this guy in this L.A. Dodgers hat. Let me move past him to get to what I this place I want to go. I want to be like, let me talk to this dude. He seems interesting. Or like, let me welcome him into my into my sweet shop. Hey, dude, have a free donut, man. Just how's your day going? Whatever. And I there's think, culture. There's culture. Yeah. You go to Mexico and there's a culture that you can put your finger on and be like, okay, very family oriented. There's definitely religion plays a part in some of it, but you know, food's a big thing down there. And like you said, it's a very warm people. And it's like, you come to the United States and you're like, what's our culture here? <laughs> like, what is, what is it? McDonald's? Is that our culture? Like, it's like, I think people like coming here and visiting here because it is kind of like, everything is just like, wow, look at this is so different than our country. And I'm not shitting on America at all. I, I, I love it here, but I'm just saying there are, I think people have these misconceptions about other countries that are, 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 if they haven't traveled to them that you're like, Oh, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to die there or whatever. I've been to Israel twice now. And when I've gone to Jerusalem, I, you feel this sense, sense, this, this sense of heightened, um, there's definitely tension there because there's all three religions are there. And like, this is our holy spot. Jews, uh, you know, <laughs> Christians, the Muslims are like, it's all here. Like, oh, geez. And I mean, within walking, like visually, you can see like, well, this is where and this is our holy spot. And that's there. it's like, but at the same time, it was like, it's, it's a, it's an amazing area. And it was really interesting. And the people I met people that were really warm and friendly and interesting there. And I don't think people that travel there think that too. Now, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I went to Saudi Arabia and I was not welcome. I didn't feel welcome there, but you know, <laughs> yeah. by the way, cut to two years from now, they'll be playing this clip after, after something happened to me in Mexico. And they're like, look at this guy. He was like, it's safe. Everything's fine. Like, you know what though? Let me tell you this. And we're going to get out on this dog, but you, you're, you're kind of walking around saying this, whether you know it or not, it's like the places that have a ton of culture are very free uh, are very open to a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Are open to more crime because there's vice there because people go there to uh, indulge, and so you'll find that in New Orleans. There are parts of New Orleans that are dangerous, but it's worth it. If I got killed in Columbus, Ohio, leaving a Burger King, that would be the saddest story you could write about my life. If God forbid something happens to me walking out of a place where I just heard live jazz in New Orleans with some incredible singer I've never heard of, and I have a beignet and a po' boy in one hand and 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 a in a drink, a non-alcoholic drink in the other, and that's the end of my life, that I'm fine going out like that. I'm fine 
going to places where there's it's a little bit more danger, but there's a little bit more culture. I, I would question why you had a beignet and a po' boy in not, not let alone in one hand, but at the same time. It's, it's a sweet and a savory. I meant to say in each hand, but then I said one hand. So then I doubled down on my mistake and then say, now I have a drink. So now it just seems like I was binging. Yeah, you're an idiot. But um, I, I and I will take this opportunity for anyone listening here that, and I don't know who would be listening that would say this, but the people that keep saying, uh, I, I have I have people that I associate with my life that I grew up with that are still on the other side of the political spectrum for me. And they constantly tell me, they're like, well, in California, have fun having your freedoms taken away from you, which number one, <laughs> like if you're talking about taxes, yes, we pay a lot of taxes in California. I'm not super psyched about that, but pretty free state as far as if you want to talk about quote unquote freedoms, but like stop with the freedom shit. I've traveled all over the planet now. Almost everybody's free. I just want you to know the the majority of the 200 and whatever countries there are, they're free. Most of them. There are there are still dictatorships and oppressive regimes and stuff. I'm not going to be blind to that. But the large majority of countries are as free as us. I just want everybody to be clear on that. It's uh, it's 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 so annoying and just like. This idea, and maybe it's because we're kind of geographically isolated from a lot of the world, you know, that like you just don't understand that like you're not special. Yeah. I feel like we're like the girl, the woman. Oh, my girl would get mad at me if I called her, uh, call call a woman a girl. It's like the woman that's like, yeah, you don't understand. My man, he really loves me. Like Fridays, we go to dinner and a movie. And uh, sometimes Sunday, we'll just kind of lay around the house and watch football. And then Monday, we go to work. And I mean, sorry, my relationship is just special. It's like, no, a lot of people do that. Yeah, it's yeah. not that special, dude. It's like, it's it. look, I, I, we're going to get on a whole different thing. So I'm just going to say, it's not that special. We are lucky to live in this country. We're lucky to be alive at the time we are. I can talk to my best friend when he's in California in real time. Uh, while my other friend Alex, our producer, listens in like some kind of creepy non-masturbatory producer. He can just listen. Uh, and, and by the way, just to close this out, there are, according um, according to uh, Economic Freedom World Index, there are 180 countries that are economically free, just so you know. And I believe there's only... 200 and something countries, like 220 countries in the world. I thought it was 209. Alex, can you check on that too? Yeah, yeah. We're close. We're, we're talking yeah. about 30, 40 countries. We're talking about, you know, North Korea, Cuba, China, you know, like we, we can, we can, we know who they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a couple in Africa that I'm not thinking of right now that are under some sort of total, you know, some dictatorship or something. But um, everyone's free. Just want you to know. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's very free. So, so we'll we'll leave it like this. Shout out to Mexico. Uh, sorry uh, for Mrs. Martinez, but I'll just say this, man. I appreciate her trying. She was trying to entertain. It's it's you know negligence and just it seems like some tomfoolery took place, but it doesn't seem like it. Just seems like it was straight up bumbling. So we're sorry she's gone. Shout out to Mrs. Martinez uh, and you guys. Shout out to y'all for listening. That means a lot. Uh, we're putting this thing together and enjoying doing it. Don't we have, uh, don't we have like a cautionary tale or a log line or something we say? We should. We should. Maybe we should do that not on the show. I know, maybe but maybe this is it. Maybe we're coming up with it right now. The people like to see the creative process. Okay, how do you want to end it? Because we used to end our old podcast by saying, puff of smoke, we're out. 
Yeah, don't do that. That's this is about people dying. <laughs> yes, and Papa Smoker, always look before you leap, huh? <laughs> um, how about use the handrail? <laughs> uh, let let's let's say um, don't drink and drive. <clears throat> you know what? Make sure your shoes are tied when you're walking next to a cliff. Here's how I'm gonna end it. You're gonna hate this. Okay. Guys, thanks for listening to Dying for Likes. And remember, you don't have to die for likes because we like you. Mm. I want to kill myself. <laughs> That's how that. bad that was. Don't do that, Al, because we like you. Oh, the, and there's 195 countries. So we'll figure out um, a way to end the show. But for now, uh, you'll listen and be like, oh, this is one of the early ones. It'll be nostalgic when we're on episode uh, 174. I think there's more than that in countries, by the way, but that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, this I is a uh, yeah. I don't. Why are you acting like you work for the UN? You don't know. It's just I, what you think. Because I do another podcast, and we did an episode on the Olympics, and we talked about how many countries, and I remember it was something, but I could be wrong too. Let's go with Alex. One ninety-five. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Shout out to Alex uh, Forrest. How can people find you on the social medias? They can't. I'm off all of it. I want, no, I'm at Forrest Shaw, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-S-H-A-W on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I mean, I think I'm about to delete Facebook, so don't look for me there. I want to have a side conversation about Facebook at some point, too, because uh, that was what the, the stuff you were telling me I've been feeling for a long time. So we'll talk about that for me. Al Jackson at Al Jackson on Twitter, Al Jackson IG on the Instagram uh, and on TikTok, I'm Al Jackson 24-7. How mad does that make you for us? <laughs> it's like when I made that name, I was like, well, that's going to do it for me and Forrest. Like that's uh oh, God. Yeah. Did, did you buy a Camaro after that too? <laughs> I do have a Dodge Challenger. So okay. I really, and I looked at my Challenger and it's a cool car, but it's not a 43 year old dad of three car. I feel like I, I look like I'm like, I live a dad life, but then I don't have a dad car. So I'm going to have to change that. Can you please get a personalized license plate now? It says ALJX 24 seven. That'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I A L J X 24-7. I'm buying that for you for your birthday. I'll oh. leave that at the MV just to make you put that on your car. So. Oh God. Well, you know, when you do a news and political show, the first thing you want is uh to make sure that people can identify you that disagree with you. Uh yeah. <laughs> you want to be able to find your car. Uh dude, Forrest, good episode. All right. All right. All right. Love y'all. Bye.